Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, August 30th, 541 a.m. Central. As I speak here, December corn futures down nine and a quarter at 673 and three quarters. November soybeans down 21 and a quarter at 1416 and a half. December Chicago wheat down nine and a half at 833 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down five and three quarters at 906 and three quarters. December spring wheat down nine and a quarter at 924. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. If you're on that Apple app, uh, do me a favor, leave me a review. I could certainly use some more reviews there. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, subscribe to the channel. I think we're sitting at about 6,500 subscriptions. I think we could probably get to 7,000 uh, during the month of September. Make sure you hit the like button, leave me a comment. Give me a crop update. If you have any opinions on any of the stuff that I say here, absolutely drop it in the comments. I read all of them. Um, if you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you will see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather info, uh, my daily subscription only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I took the pro-farmer crop estimate for uh, U.S. corn production, ran it through the balance sheets, ran a few different scenarios, talked about price implications. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today. 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. U.S. corn conditions declined again last week. The crop now rated 54% good to excellent, down from 55 last week and well below the 61% average. Uh, states rated 65% good to excellent or better. These are your better states. Iowa, Illinois, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And then you've got a handful of states that are 50% good to excellent or worse. These are your poorer states in regard to corn. Nebraska, Kansas, Colorado, Texas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and North Carolina. In terms of maturity, we're not too far behind. 8% mature uh, versus four last week, just, just a little bit below the 9% average. So I think that this heat that we had uh, during a lot of the summer uh, <clears throat> helped, the crop, helped to push the crop forward despite um, late planting. You're going to see more crop estimates from private groups out uh, today and ahead of that September 12th USDA report. Soybean conditions were unchanged in the good to excellent category at 57%, still below the 61% average. Um, as with corn, we've got a couple of few states here rated 65% good to excellent or better. These are your better states for soybeans, Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. States rated 50% good to excellent or worse in regard to soybeans, Nebraska, Kansas, Kentucky, and Tennessee. USDA indicated that 4% of the soybean crop dropping leaves versus zero last week uh, behind the 7% average. Spring wheat harvest is halfway done. 50% complete uh, versus 33 the week prior and uh, way below the 71% average. The crop was planted very late, so of course it will be harvested uh, very late. Ukraine's grain exports could rise sharply in the coming months. The country's ag minister said that exports could rise to 6 million metric tons in October, which would be nearly double the, the uh, volume seen in July. Exports out of Ukraine, of course, have increased after three ports were unblocked in late July amid that UN broker deal between Ukraine, Russia, and Turkey. Now, the amounts are not phenomenal, but again, I think that this thing is working out much better than a lot of people had thought. Uh, they are moving 
moving grain out of Ukraine. It's not at a normal pace, but it's at a better pace than some people had expected. The uh, Ukrainian ag minister estimates that winter wheat acreage will decline by at least 20% this, this fall, maybe more as a result of the invasion. Canadian wheat production will increase sharply this year. Stats Canada had some updated stuff out yesterday. All wheat production pegged to 34.6 million. That's an increase of 55% versus last year's crop. And last year they had a significant drought in uh, Canada. It was the same drought that affected the the spring wheat crop here in the United States. Uh, This year's wheat crop in Canada will be uh, pretty close in size to what they had in 2020. So they're kind of like back to normal here. Same thing with canola. Canola production in Canada set to increase 42% versus last year. And same deal, big drought last year, uh, more normal type stuff this year year. Uh, USDA projects that Canada will be the world's sixth largest wheat producer this year behind China, the European Union, India, Russia, and the United States. So uh, Canada very much bouncing back after a drought strike in 2021. Got some rains this morning falling over parts of uh, my neighborhood here in Middle Tennessee into Kentucky, uh, into parts of Southern Ohio. And then there's kind of a smaller system over uh, Eastern Indiana into the Northern part of Ohio, maybe a Southeast part of Michigan. Uh, Plains are dry, Western Corn Belt's dry, Central Corn Belt dry. Really not a ton of rain. uh, in the forecast here over the next seven days, you'll see some spotty stuff across some of the corn belt, you know, maybe a tenth of an inch, maybe a quarter, maybe nothing. So there, there's really not much here uh, behind this system that we've got going on this morning, barring maybe some additional rains in, you know, uh, Tennessee and Kentucky and places further east. I'm not seeing any threat of frost anywhere. Uh, temperatures should trend above normal, if anything. And in terms of rains, uh, the GFS, or the uh, Euro model and the GFS both kind of hit that maybe we'll see some stuff return uh, maybe next week. But this 6 to 10 uh, is calling for odds of below normal rainfall for a good chunk of the Corn Belt, uh, certainly. So uh, no frost threat, but uh, mostly dry here for a lot of areas over the next week at least. The Biden administration is preparing to sell $1.1 billion in missiles and radar support to Taiwan. This package would include support for surveillance radar sold previously, in addition to roughly 100 Sidewinder missiles and anti-ship harpoon missiles. Uh, Both of these weapons have been sold uh, from the U.S. to Taiwan previously. The U.S. State Department notified Congress yesterday of this sale. So the the move doesn't offer Taiwan necessarily any additional military capability. Abilities, and we've done this before, but uh, this is a deal that's likely to draw protests from China and Beijing. Um, you know, in this high tension environment, this would be the largest such sales to Taiwan since October of 2020. We had a 2.4 billion dollar sale of similar items back then. So these new China-Taiwan tensions, and I guess you can lump the U.S. in there too now, uh, were perhaps accelerated, of course, uh, earlier this month when U.S. House Speaker Pelosi visited Taiwan. Uh, The potential implications, of course, of an overly tense U.S.-China situation are very obvious when it comes to U.S. ag exports. China is a huge buyer of a whole bunch of stuff uh, that we grow here, so uh, something worth watching and uh, kind of additional fuel to the fire here. It looked like these tensions for a minute. We hadn't heard much about them, and now they're kind of uh, back in the news. News here this morning. Uh, guys, tomorrow is uh, first notice day for September grain futures. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. Cattle market was marginally lower yesterday. Feeder cattle were sharply lower. Uh, tomorrow, I believe, is last trading day for the August live cattle contract. 
U.S. dollars a little bit lower. Uh, the stock market's higher ahead of the cash open. The S&P's up 33. Dow Jones up 220. Bonds are up. Gold's off four bucks. Crude oil down a dollar eighty-one at ninety-five twenty. We've got some pressure in the outside commodities. Maybe that's uh, hurting the grains just a little bit today. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you Wednesday.